Ask Me How I Know show. I'm your host, Julie Holly, and I'm so excited that you're here. Ask Me How I Know is the only podcast in the multifamily niche replicating what takes place outside the walls of a seminar. Remember when we used to get together like that? This is like the lobby where honest, unscripted conversations take place and transformation happens. We'll talk about practical problem solving in the multifamily niche, as well as overcoming mental roadblocks. This episode is brought to you by Three Keys Investments. Three Keys Investments is dedicated to helping people like you, yeah, you, enter the multifamily investment space to build passive income and legacy wealth. If you haven't already subscribed and reviewed Ask Me How I Know, I'd be honored if you did. Thanks so much for joining me today and now for our featured guest. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Ask Me How I Know. Today is a mindset episode and I am so glad you are here so that you can launch your week with power and intention. It is going to rock. But before we jump in and get started, I just wanted to remind you that there is no magic here. I don't have millions of dollars. So this podcast is going to only grow organically through people like you sharing episodes that mean something to you with, with people that you actually care about. Um, so I'm asking for your help to spread the word and to share whatever episode. I think this episode is going to rock your world, but um, share whatever episode is really speaking to you with someone that you think is going to benefit from it. And like, let's get this out there so that everybody can grow and benefit from the content on Ask Me How I no. All right. With that in mind, I would love to jump in to this really powerful episode on the subconscious. Recently, I spoke with a book agent and we were exchanging ideas for a book I wrote a couple of years back. But guess what? I shelved it because I embraced imposter syndrome. I'm sure none of you have done that before. Well, as we spoke and exchanged emails, I made something really clear to this gentleman. I said, hey, I'm not at capacity to tackle this project right now. But I believe in the power of the subconscious mind, and I want to feed it so it can be hard at work over the next quarter of the year. In fact, throughout 2020, I have said this with some level of regularity, not necessarily the part of waiting months, but the concept of trusting that my mind is constantly at work. In reality, until this year, I simply thought I just had an overactive mind. I didn't know what to do with it, let alone the constant flow of ideas. Um, More recently, I was listening to an interview on my new favorite podcast. You should check it out. It's the Ed Milet Show. And in this interview with Max L, I'll just say L because I'm going to butcher his last name. They specifically discussed protecting your brain and enhancing your body. November 17th, 2020. Just check it out. This episode got me thinking more about the subconscious, um, about the necessity and the power of sleep. So to tackle this with you, I want to look at two separate things and then weave them together. We'll look at the subconscious mind and then we're going to look at sleep. All right. So we're diving into the subconscious mind now. Guess what? Your subconscious mind is always awake. As in, 24 seven, somebody's always there, man in the counter. Okay. It is constantly working. Your subconscious mind, it never sleeps. It does not rest. It doesn't take a break because it controls all the vital functions of your body. So it's controlling your heartbeat, your blood circulation, um, your digestion, even your elimination. In our sleep, our conscious mind becomes dormant while our subconscious mind stays 
fully awake. Science shows that we still hear and process everything while we are asleep. Okay, so get this. It's also very habit-based. As you go about your daily routine, such as waking up, traveling to and from work, eating, drinking, right? All of those processes, those are habits. And those habits allow our subconscious to process this information quickly without even being aware. That's the power of the unconscious mind at work. Do you know, Freud actually believed the unconscious mind does most of the work of our daily activities without us even knowing it. That's pretty powerful. Here's something else. Our subconscious mind has the habit of taking everything literally. It does not differentiate between negative and positive. So if you continually tell yourself that you'll never succeed in a particular venture, it's likely to turn out that way. What's more, the subconscious mind is subjective. It doesn't think or reason independently. It simply obeys commands it receives from your conscious mind. So really, Henry Ford had it absolutely spot on when he said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Here's another thing. The subconscious mind is present-based. Okay, not like gifts, so let's talk about that. When we dream about the future or we get nostalgic about the past, that's your conscious mind at work. Our conscious mind thinks in terms of past and future rather than present, here, now. Our subconscious mind, on the other hand, it is constantly focused on the present moment, right here, right now. And this is why it's important to be mindful of your innermost thoughts, such as, I am successful rather than I will be successful. See, our subconscious mind doesn't see past or present. It's right now. Here's another thing. Our subconscious mind is like a computer processor. The human body functions much in the same way modern day computers or rather computers operate in the same way the most complex processing unit there has ever been, the human brain. The subconscious mind is far more powerful than the conscious mind and can process huge quantities of information that come via your five senses. And then it translates them back to your brain in the blink of an eye. Okay, this is like one of those things, but wait, there's more. The subconscious mind is also primal. Okay, so the subconscious mind communicates in images, feelings, metaphors, focusing on emotion rather than logic or reason. So our intuition is the complex system in the brain that acts like a bridge between the subconscious and the conscious mind. It's the process of the brain that requires absolutely no analytical reasoning. Okay, let's talk about multitasking, okay? Your subconscious mind is a massive multitasker. I mean, most of us think we can multitask, but the truth is it's quite impossible to be consciously focused on two things at once. However, our subconscious mind, on the other hand, it's a born multitasker. Our subconscious is pretty amazing, right? Okay, so we know a little bit about the subconscious mind and how awesome it is. Let's talk about sleep. Do you really need the seven to nine hours of sleep they talk about? Let's look at some of the consequences of not clocking your sleep time. Number one, poor decision-making. Poor sleep, it reduces your inhibitions like alcohol and they alter a person's judgment. Now, if you're a listener, you know I have chosen 
to ditch the glass of wine for all of 2021, right? I was a responsible partaker, but if I am going to experience the same effects of drinking, I think I'd rather drink some alcohol than be sleep deprived. Drink responsibly. (laughs) Here's another thing. You have poor memory and information processing. You have um, an inability to deal with stress. All right, here's some other consequences of lack of sleep. Poor memory and information processing. How about an inability to deal with stress? It also reduces your productivity. And that happens to be an area that I am specifically targeting in 2021. The reason I'm targeting that is because I have been studying Brendan Burchard's high performance habits. If you haven't taken the um, high performance habits indicator quiz, it's free, it's online. And what I love about it is that it creates a metric. Since we're talking about health, um, it's like getting blood work done, right? You always have a baseline to compare year to year if you have blood work done on an annual basis. Well, if you are taking the indicator quiz, it will show you the areas where maybe you're starting to dip a little bit and you can focus and increase your performance in that area. I love it. I don't know of another tool out there that allows you to really see real time how to become the better version of yourself um, in regards to your profession. And I love that he also, it's live, love, matter. So it's not just about becoming the best professional, but it's also about like having a whole and complete life. So if you haven't taken Brendan Burchard's high performance indicator quiz, I'm pretty sure that that's what it's called hop online and make sure you take it. As if that didn't grab my attention, here's what really grabbed my full attention. Chronic health problems associated with poor sleep. So who cares if you eat the right foods and you take the fancy vitamins and you exercise? If you're not getting the right amount of sleep, you might as well binge watch everything on Netflix with Ben and Jerry beside your side. The repercussions of sleep deprivation can have lasting and very serious physical health effects. Here are some of them. Chronic sleep deprivation can lead to... Dun, dun, dun obesity. If you're trying to thin yourself down, get your sleep. How about worsening of diabetes and other disorders such as epilepsy, heart disease. That's something that I take really personally. I take it to heart, pun absolutely intended, because it has killed a ton of people on one side of my family and I'm built thin, just like them. doesn't matter if you're thin or thick, it still gets you. Um, it'll digestion and stomach problems, depression, Another one that's very close to me since I deal with seasonal affective disorder, man, I'm going to get my sleep and put a hedge against every form of depression. Okay. By the way, I take a vitamin called five, the number yes, HTP, and I'm not a doctor, but it is fantastic. I think it's called like for a positive mood or something. It's great if you're dealing with some type of depression. Also increasing with lack of sleep, you've got cancers, including breast cancer. You've got sleep disorders. Those are a lot of reasons to make sure that you are getting your seven to nine hours of sleep. But that's not all. Just like all the benefits with the subconscious mind and how awesome it is, well, a lack of sleep also comes with a whole host of problems. Okay, so let's, those were long term effects. Now let's talk about some of the short term repercussions of not getting your sleep. So, fatigue lowers your immunity against viruses. 
it also increases the likelihood that the cold or the flu is going to get a grip on you. And this is funny. This is just a total side note. But the final couple years, I was a classroom teacher in the elementary school. The moment I started feeling like I was getting something, I would just take one day off and I would absolutely park my booty on the couch or wherever and read and relax because I knew if I got my rest, I wouldn't get sick. And guess what? I didn't ever get like massively sick and I didn't miss a week of instruction because I was trying to just, you know, like grind my way through it. On that note, why does everybody think they need to push their way through? Listen, when we listen to our bodies and we take action, we cut our recovery time substantially. Okay, side note over. Here's the deal. Everyone needs their sleep. Okay, I have a special bonus for all of my caffeinated friends out there because as I was doing research for this episode, I learned why that caffeine keeps us awake. So here's the thing. You wake up in the morning and you go through your morning routine, right? And you go throughout your day. You've hit the sack after a really long day and it's used up most of your brain power. You're ready for sleep. That brain power was in the form of a molecule called adenosine triphosphate, (laughs) most commonly, more commonly known as ATP. I'm still learning how to speak all these scientific things. All right, so the gradual breakdown of the ATP results in this accumulation, a byproduct um, called adenosine. And this increasing adenosine throughout the day, it binds to the receptors in your brain And it makes you sleepier and sleepier and sleepier until you just want to go to bed. That's a healthy thing. Now, as caffeinated people, we grab that cup of coffee or that soda that has caffeine in it. Well, the caffeine actually binds to the same receptors. And that's what temporarily blocks the adenosine. Okay. And it so can't bind anymore. And that delays our call for sleep. I thought that was pretty interesting because I didn't understand the relationship between caffeine and the jitters and why you can't go to sleep. That didn't make any sense. But now that I understand that these molecules are trying to like bind together so that you will go to sleep and that the caffeine comes in there and it prevents that, it makes a lot of sense to me. And I might... (laughs) might need to curve like an afternoon cup of coffee. I say might because come on y'all, I'm already giving up coffee or um, my glass of wine for 2021. I don't think I can do caffeine, coffee, wine all in the same year. I think that might be a little harsh on myself. Now we're going to talk about what happens when you do go to sleep. There are four stages of sleep. You have stage one, limbo, it matches it, right? It's the intermediate state where you're slowly sailing away, away, away from reality. And then we have light sleep. We have stage three, your deep sleep. And that's where your awareness of the outside world, it's really minimizing and your breathing and heart rate is really low at the stage. Your brain is actually still processing the day's events and your memory is it's like consolidating all of your day at stage three. That's crazy. Then we have stage four and it's the REM stage. You're going to be there for about an hour and a half. And then guess what? You start to process all over again and it repeats throughout the night. Now let's tie our sleep and our subconscious mind together. The subconscious mind is an incredibly powerful tool, but guess what? Few take advantage of it. 
you know that it's working throughout the day, but guess what? It takes over entirely when you are asleep. At night, your subconscious mind has nearly all the resources of your brain at its disposal. With the subconscious mind dominating such a large portion of your life, you need to put it to work. I love this quote and advice from Thomas Edison. Never go to sleep without a request to your subconscious. So how do you make that request? Here are some simple steps to to go about that process. Step one, grab a journal. Obviously, you can use an app, but it's good to stay away from electronics, the blue light, before you're going to bed. And writing in a physical journal can actually have a substantial memory recall difference the next day. Okay, step two, before you go to sleep, take a few minutes and think about, write down the things that you want to accomplish. Step two, before you go to sleep, take a few minutes and think about and write down the things that you want to accomplish. Ask yourself questions about your goals and how you want to achieve them. Think about what's stopping you from moving forward. Then develop a few really specific questions and write them down. That's not hard. Step three, lock these in by repeating them and rereading them and consciously making the request to solve them to your subconscious. Now, first thing in the morning, when your creative brain is most attuned, after it's some subconscious workout while you slept, start writing down whatever comes to mind about those things. That might look like this, right? Step one, grab your journal, journal again, um, or your notes app, and then just do this thought dump from your subconscious mind. Write your thoughts and feelings freely. Don't hold anything back, no matter how crazy or irrelevant it might seem. If you're not an experienced journal writer, the idea of thought dumping might be hard to implement, but don't restrict it. There's no grade here, right? The idea is simple. Just let the ideas out. Nobody else is going to see them. It's just between you and your journal. Step two, write down your dreams they may hold the answers you were looking for. And it's helpful to consider the requests you made of your subconscious just before going to bed. Remember, you asked yourself loads of questions. You thought about and wrote down the things that you were trying to accomplish. And that really blends into number three, which is to page back to the questions that you wrote down the night before and now write down the answers. A few hours after you write everything down, look back at your notes again and try to derive some meaning out of them. You may find clarity and insight that may have been more difficult to discover while awake. Thanks to your subconscious mind, you'll have some new angles from which you can pursue the solutions that you've been seeking. Here's a really cool example of an actual morning routine in action. Josh Waitzkin, former chess prodigy and Tai Chi world champion, took time in an interview to explain his morning routine that allowed him to tap into the subconscious mind for breakthroughs and connections, okay, all while he was sleeping. So unlike 80% of the people between the ages of 18 and 44 who check their smartphones within 15 minutes of waking up, he goes to a quiet place. He does some meditation. He grabs his journal. And in his journal, he thought dumps for several minutes. So instead of focusing on input, like most people who check their notifications, he was focused on output. And this is how he taps into higher realms of clarity, learning, creativity. He calls it crystallized intelligence. How cool is that? 
Here's the bottom line. Prioritize sleep. It's as simple as that. Start by making sleep a absolute priority. That means budgeting for the hours you need so that work or social activities are not trading off and competing with sleep. While cutting sleep short may be tempting in the moment, it's not going to pay off because sleep is absolutely essential to being at your best both mentally and physically. Now, here's this weird thing I also learned about while doing the research for this, and that is there's actual sleep hygiene. We're used to hearing about personal hygiene, right? Wear deodorant, take a shower, that sort of thing. Um, But there's actual sleep hygiene. And so I'm just going to give you some ideas on how you can improve your sleep hygiene, because some of you might be struggling with actually getting the sleep that you need. And some of these tips were actually really, really helpful. And don't worry, no judgment here. Improving your sleep hygiene is pretty simple, and it starts with your bedroom setting and your sleep-related habits. Those are just like the two established ways of getting better rest. So example of improvements that you might consider making would be sticking to the same sleep schedule every day, even on the weekends. Practicing a relaxing pre-bed routine will make it easier to fall asleep more quickly. Here's another one, choosing a mattress that's supportive and comfortable, and then outfit it with quality pillows and bedding. Okay, you're a grown-up. Get some good pillows. (laughs) Next step, minimize potential disruptions from light and sound. Optimize the temperature in your bedroom as well as the aroma. So if you've been out doing something, you have stinky stuff laying around, throw it in the laundry room and get rid of it. This next tip is super important, but probably the most difficult for most of you, especially those of you who like Candy Crush or whatever the latest game is, or you want to check the score or something like that, right? Here's the thing. You need to put your technology devices, your smartphones, your iPads, your laptops, all of those devices, get the screen away from your face and put it to bed 30 minutes before you go to bed. Reduce that screen in front of your face again, please. And I've been practicing this. It is really powerful. It's definitely improving my sleep. But, and I say, I'm just putting my phone to bed. (laughs) And you might even consider doing that sooner. All right. I'm back to drinks again. Carefully monitor your intake of caffeine and alcohol and try avoid consuming them in the hours before you're going to bed. Now, in all reality, it's possible to get the hours that you need, but not feel refreshed because your sleep is fragmented or non-restorative. If you're experiencing that, then you want to make sure you go and revisit what your sleep cycle is, what your habits are, go to that sleep hygiene, and troubleshoot from there. As we wrap this up, here's the deal. Mental creation always precedes physical creation. Okay, so before a building is physically constructed, there's a blueprint. Now's your time as we're wrapping up 2020. Now's your time. Adopt a new habit. Get your Z's and then watch your health thrive. Watch your subconscious deliver amazing results to your life. Normally, I leave you with find your freedom. But today, I want to leave you with a quote from James Allen. He says, a man cannot directly choose his circumstances, but he can choose his thoughts and so indirectly yet surely shape 
his circumstances. Go check out that quote. It's really powerful. And I guess I can't stop. Go find your freedom. Please make sure that you share this episode with someone that you believe could benefit from some sleep hygiene or um, just embracing and putting their subconscious to work. I really appreciate you. I appreciate your shares. I appreciate all of the, um, so many of you have been leaving reviews and I just thoroughly, it makes my heart just so happy when I read a new review. So if you haven't reviewed, please drop a note and review. And you can always send me a message and say, hey, Julie, go research X, Y, or Z because I love to research and I'd love to make this meaningful for you too. All right, until next time, go find your freedom. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of Ask Me How I Know. This episode was brought to you by Three Keys Investments. They are dedicated to helping people like you. Yeah, you, my awesome listeners, develop passive income and legacy wealth through multifamily investing. Feel free to check out their website, threekeysinvestments.com, to see if there is an offering that will help your portfolio grow and meet all of your needs. If you haven't already rated, reviewed, subscribed, liked all of those bells and whistles, I would be absolutely honored if you would do that for Ask Me How I Know. Thanks again and go make it a great day.